All right, welcome back to another week of Binge Worthy. Today I'm joined with Peter Moses, Jack Kensler, and oh, yeah. well, Devin will be walking in pretty soon. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. But today we are breaking down episode three, chapter three, The Sin. And before we go into this, I just want to mention this episode is directed by Deborah Chow, who we all think did an amazing job. and Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Beautiful job. Before... Yeah. We say anything else about this episode it's important to mention that she is directing some of the obi-wan no, no, no. series episodes not no. some all of it all of it all oh my gosh of guys it. so that means this was like a taste of what obi-wan series will be like. yeah and i saw on a twitter today in a new york times uh interview she says she explains why the obi-wan series cannot be a movie it has to be a series she says the oh. situation that we're working with is so complex the story feels like a proper period of history oh. and sometimes that is hard to do in just two hours Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. okay <laughs> dropping the mic on us jack <laughs> yeah. all right so basically we'll just dive right into this episode so it's obviously titled the sin and we finally got a name to the mandalorian mm -hmm. his name is how do you pronounce it? Dan, Dan Jaren. I didn't really catch it. Dan Jaren. They didn't reveal it in the episode, but it was released through Disney. They released oh, okay. it. Um, so it's Din Jaren, I think. Din but what we still call him Mando. I mean, it flows better. Yeah. Um, basically, he delivers the Force-sensitive baby Yoda to the client, played by Werner Herzog, <laughs> and then Dr. Pershing, who we mentioned last week, is related to Camino cloners. Um. Oh, only to change his mind and go back and save Baby Yoda through an epic, epic episode. Oh yeah, yeah. So basically, he turns in Baby Yoda. At first, I was like, "There's no way he could turn in him." He did it, but he did. <laughs> yeah, he got dude. He finessed the system. <laughs> oh yeah, he got the reward and got Baby Yoda New armor. Back. Oh yeah, and then got Baby Yoda back. So uh, something funny to mention is after he gets the new armor forging new armor out of beskar steel some of the mandalorians are crowding around him mm. and the one beefy guy who starts fighting him because he was working for the empire that guy think? is voiced by john favreau oh okay i thought so yeah he yeah. had that little twang yeah <laughs> something also i guess i was going to mention this since things you might have missed but i can just mention it now since we're talking about it john mm -hmm. favreau has also had two other appearances in star wars he was uh, played the monkey character in That's Solo. Right. That's right. And he also played Pre Vizsla, he voiced Pre Vizsla in Star Wars The Clone Wars, which is the oh. main leader of Death Watch. Wow. So a little continuity air there, but you know, it's okay, Star Wars. <laughs> we like Favreau's voice. He's three different three different characters. I mean, two, you, two could, Mandalorians. you could have two you could have two people like sound really similar. Yeah, or yeah, three people. True. So that's true. That's true. Um, the good news though is I really think he's doing a great job with this so far. Yeah. 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 Oh, I yeah. mean, he wrote it. Right. So the script and the story is his. This is the way. Along with Filoni. But yeah. I did see something recently that Oh, I know. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the way. I mean, this is the way Star Wars One is going to be going Jesus. forward. <laughs> Favreau is going to have a significant role in the post-Skywalker movies. So, 
I'm excited about what he's going to do with that. I have oh, heard yeah. I have heard rumors um, and or speculation or whatever you want to call it that Favreau might replace Kathleen Kennedy as like the head of Star Wars. Oh. So, I don't know. I hmm. guess we'll see what happens we'll see. with that. I like Kathleen. I still trust her. I don't know if I trust Iger though. Ooh. <laughs> Bob Iger. <laughs> Who else? There's another director, um Ryan Johnson. No, he's not. Oh, no. Well, he hasn't gotten his movies taken oh. away from him yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Other Mandalorian directors. Bryce Dallas Howard oh, oh, is yeah. one. Hers is going to be, dem- not tomorrow. I keep thinking today is Friday. Thursday. I don't know why. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> that Hers is Friday. Yeah. We'll see how that happens. We'll happen. see. We'll see I'm how that not goes. sure. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard, if you don't know, she's the um, person who plays the supporting actress in Jurassic World. Those yeah. two movies with Chris Pratt. But anyways, um, let's uh, keep going down. So basically, before we move on, I want to read a little article that I found with Deborah Chow. Someone mm. asked her a question uh, relating to this episode and asked, how did you prepare to direct it? And I thought this was really interesting. Mm. So she says, I had a great episode in that I get to show the character's moral turning point. Mm. The moment when everything changes for him. It's all been building up to that moment in the cockpit when the Mandalorian decides to return for the baby. John, uh, John Favreau knew that was an incredibly pivotal scene, and that's the point of no return. Once he makes that decision right there, he's changing his entire life. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically, she was tasked with really directing the turning point of the series. Yeah. Now he's a fugitive. That's cool. <clears throat> Maybe even a rebel. I don't know. No. But uh, yeah, Deborah Chow. Good job. Yeah. Oh, I just found something. Hmm. The Mandal- According to IGN, The Mandalorian beats Stranger Things as the most in-demand show. No way. Wow. Based on what? Views? Um, according to Parrot Analytics, um, there's no mark against Stranger Things, which debuted its third season all the way back in the 4th of July. The Mandalorian, which was just released its third episode in the second week of being available, just now overtook Stranger Things, means that the series managed to hold the top spot or close to it for 21 weeks after season three dropped. Ooh. Oh, uh, this says here, The Mandalorian managed to accrue an audience demand of $100 million. No way. $100,295,000 Wow. And people. it's only domestic. Only in the U.S. Wow. Oh, oh, Disney Plus is not no. It's only domestic, correct? Holy, um, I, yeah, I don't know because having see all the memes Holy where crap. it's like <laughs> Star Wars is posting all these like spoilers on their Instagram page, and it's like all these memes like people in UK are like, oh, well, thank you, because I don't think they get it until March or something. <laughs> oh, it sucks. That yeah. sucks. Wow, that's but pretty. That's pretty crazy. That's big. I mean, Stranger Things is amazing, but the demand yeah. is so high for this show there's so much hype for it yeah i think like one the hype was big for it already like the mandalorian like i think just like the concept of that was really interesting mm-hmm. i mean and then plus i mean it's just star wars yeah like hype mm-hmm. is always gonna be high for stars but then like i think the thing that really like tipped the scales was baby yoda oh baby yoda's internet <laughs> famous at this point <laughs> just imagine you're pedro pascal you get cast as the mandalorian <laughs> sure no one's gonna see your face but it's like i'm the star of this like star awesome star wars spinoff tv show and then you're overshadowed by a puppet yeah and that's all yeah. anyone wants to talk about <laughs> something about baby yoda which oh my god we all love him deborah chow 
I love the saying that name. I know. Dipper Chow. Chow. Dipper Chow. In the same interview, she was asked what they call Baby Yoda on set because obviously there's no name for it. Oh. She said, um, I would definitely differ to Dave Filoni on this. I'm not going to try to take this one on. I think he said it's okay that people are calling him that for now, Baby Yoda, yeah. oh. because there's no name out for him yet. Oh, yet. Interesting. Yet. So I mean, there's species. definitely going to be a name yeah. at some point. Yeah. But uh, basically... Mean, where'd that name first come from? Was that just everyone's initial reaction? Going, baby Yoda. Oh, it's a Baby Yoda. I think, yeah. Yeah. That was it. Anyway, so we're going to break down this episode. So... Yeah. Why do you guys think that the Mandalorians have beef with the Empire? Because the beefy Mando, which was Jon Favreau's cameo in this episode, got in a fight with the Mando we all know. Because he did a job for the Empire. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, in the Clone Wars, Mandalore was, like, always a neutral planet. Yeah. But do you think we'll see something in, like, Season 7 of Clone Wars that'll show maybe, like, they got crossed by the the Republic, the Empire or something? I mean, I think that's possible. I also think that just the fact that it is the Empire and there were this terror yeah. trying to rule the galaxy right. and now they're not in, in control anymore so they're so they dislike them anyway but now there's just like why would you like go right. and help them mm-hmm. when it's not like they, they have no power over you yeah and, you know something along those lines because I'm, I'm sure a lot of people hated the empire yeah. so i feel like there's got to be a reason like the empire maybe got involved with their society um but there's nothing according to canon that would suggest that Unless in Battlefront 2 campaign, is there anything related to Mandalore or Mandalorians? Because that's like, that's no, a, yeah. that's the first thing we really got that's canon, that's post the uh, post, re- post yeah. return of Because that Jedi. follows the whole battle of uh, Jakku and stuff. Nothing with yeah. like Mandalorians in that. So, I mean, maybe they'll explain that a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe season two goes into that because this is going to, this is yeah. getting a season two already. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think season two will be more of the world building, kind of like Stranger Things. Season yeah. one was about this mystery. Season two really started building the world of Stranger Things. Yeah, it's true. Um, something I love about Mandalorians, before we move on, is how they're not only bounty hunters, but they have a moral code, mm-hmm. which yeah. I just think is like, it's so cool. And pretty much they're Americans because guns are their religion. <laughs> <laughs> or Texas to be specific. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so this episode <laughs> is pretty dope. How it follows the Mandalorian as it goes back gosh. in, infiltrates, gets Baby Yoda, and uh, has some pretty dope kills. Yeah. From how, how many, sneak attacks to frying troopers alive. You said you counted. How many did you count again? I can tell you guys. So, Mando kill count. So, troopers, he killed 14 total. Whoa. Seven different kill streaks. <laughs> and the bounty hunters, he killed fourteen as well. Three different kill streaks. There was one streak where he had nineteen kills. Jeez. Wow! Yeah, which is a total of twenty-eight kills in this episode. Pretty uh, intense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he survives. If I mean, we're gonna get into it right now. But the ending when all of the Mandalorians just like rise. Oh yeah, yeah. he would have been gone. Oh, he's yeah. dead. Either baby, <laughs> either baby Yoda was gonna clutch it up, or you know. Oh, Baby Yoda nearly died after using the force on a big rhino. Yeah, what was he going to do? 
There's no way. <laughs> he was all wasn't he also kinda like passed out? Yeah, he did pass out. Like I oh, mean, yeah, he, but like yeah, was a, he was already he was, like he was unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Um but I really liked just the action. He like The they, suspense. The, the suspense is great. And the action's awesome too because he just moves so efficiently right like he's just an expert gunman and you get that mm-hmm. even and so, though you've never seen his face right like, you know something interesting is this episode compared to last obviously the last was made to break him down mm-hmm. but dude can't even beat jawas in the last episode and this one <laughs> man killed 28 people in 30 minutes so like obviously there's some difference in creative freedom by directors yeah um Obviously, Deborah Chow had a more badass envision yeah. of the Mandalorian. Who but, did? Who did episode two? Um, I don't know. I think I, I actually don't know. Who I'll look it up it. real quick. You want to look it up? Let's keep going. You guys cool. keep talking. Yeah, keep like I definitely think that while it's awesome that we have like one, like like Favreau and Filoni are sort of like the yeah. over the guys overseeing it, that each director does get. Like kind of like their own creative freedom, it yeah. seems like, which yeah. is really dope. Yeah, which and, we uh, don't see mm-hmm. from Favreau said that. Yeah, which we don't see like from Disney a lot. Yeah, that's so, interesting. Uh, yeah. I think that's cool. Obviously, there is kind of a bit of a power distance. Like, there's a a little bit of a like a disparity in terms of like you know how how much butt he kicks with, mm-hmm. <laughs> between like the last episode compared to uh, episode three. Yeah. But I can I'd rather have that and have like directors having their own being able to like put their own spin on it and mm-hmm. having their own like kind of creative vision for each episode yeah and as long as it overall it blends together under the direction of uh favreau and yeah. filoni so i think it's dope i agree yeah so basically there were some pretty dope scenes in this episode like he pulls one of the stormtroopers <laughs> yeah. back stabs him in the back flames one of them like yeah okay i'm about to say something and I want your guys' honest opinion. Uh huh. Who would win in a fight, the Mando or Batman? Oh, so know. so the Mandalorian has. <laughs> I mean, in terms, if it was a hand to hand fight, hand to hand fight, Batman, Batman wins. Batman, yeah. Batman is uh, ultimate. Like, uh, they're very, very. They both few, have their gadgets. There are very, very few people. <laughs> the gadgets within the whistling, whistling yeah, birds <laughs> within like the DC whistling universe birds. that would kill or I mean, be able to like take down Batman. There are a select few, but I mean, would the like, would Batman have a solution to, like, the Mandalorian's blasters? You know, that's my thing. If they just got, like, if they just met and they yeah, were, like, firing like, at each other. We should do arms. a superhero smackdown, Mandalorian versus Batman. That'd be <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah, I think. Also, which version of Batman are we talking about? We're talking Adam West Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, okay. Oh, that, he that, done. No, Great. no, honestly. Stop. Uh, Adam West Batman probably wins. Holy he, moly, Batman. He, pro- he probably has Mandalorian spray. He does. <laughs> Shirk spray, Mandalorian hey, uh, spray. Rick Fayawa directed episode two. Mm. Um, I don't. He doesn't have any other movies under his belt, He really. doesn't have a lot of prestigious accomplishments. Yeah. I mean, it, neither does... Well, Deborah Chow has a couple. She has Better Call Saul, actually. Yeah, she's directed... Actually, let's look it up. Um, but episode two was... Definitely weaker compared to episode three. And I mean, first episode was directed by Favreau. Yeah. Favreau. Or no, Dave Filoni. Filoni. Oh, Filoni. Yeah, Filoni okay. directed it. I will admit, I'm very excited for to see what Taika Waititi does with all this. Because he has, we all know, he has a very specific type of filming. His humor is very specific. 
And I yeah. don't I don't know how that fits into this series mm-hmm. because it is not as humorous. It's, yeah, like, this obviously is not like very funny, the, and the I'm first, okay with that. Yeah, yeah. The first one was a little, had a little bit of humor. Actually, I think a little too much for me. But that first bounty hunter, that and then annoying. IG, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go now. <laughs> I'm going to go now. <laughs> Run. But uh, yeah, I mean. Not a lot of humor in this, which I like. It's supposed to be serious. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's great. Let's dive into some things you might have missed. 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 What did you miss? So there was a new Republic reference. Did really? You guys catch that? Oh yeah, there was. Yeah. They're like, take your credits there. Yeah. So the um no, it was when uh Mando is talking to the guy who plays Apollo Creed. <laughs> oh, and he says you can take. And your he's complaints like, take to your the- complaints to the New Republic. And he said, "What? That's a joke." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, they die in like ten <laughs> years. The whole planets blow up by." Uh, <laughs> That's a slight nod to no Force Awakens. Yeah, That's slight a nod. joke. <laughs> that is a joke. Um, and then uh, I think something interesting is those homing missiles, the whistling birds. It's kind of a callback to Yondo. Yeah, Yondo. And- Yandu. Yeah, it is definitely. It's so forgettable. Yandu. <laughs> what? Yandu's not I'm kidding. forgettable. Yandu and his uh, arrow. Yeah. Yandu's the best part of Guardians 2. Oh, yeah. He might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, also, there was a son of Dathmir bounty hunter, which son of Dathmir is Darth Maul's species. Ooh. And there was a son of Dathmir bat- bounty hunter, which... I saw that and I was like, whoa, pretty dope. Yeah. There's a lot of species in Star Wars that have that iconic look. Yeah. Like Yoda, mm-hmm. like Mandalorian, like Darth Maul, mm-hmm. even Greedo. <laughs> yep. but, yeah. You yeah. see them and you go, whoa. Jawas, Jawa yeah. That's what Greedo was. <laughs> That's Greedo. <laughs> yeah. Some of them are more prestigious, like uh, Darth Maul, yeah. son of Vormir. Son of Dathmir. anyways one of our last references that you might have missed is the very last scene with the beefy mando that's what we're calling him um john favreau's cameo when he's flying up next Mm. to the mando it's kind of a reference to iron man because i mean voiced by john favreau directed interesting it is i like that i guarantee you they probably like that's good and and then the mando is flying in his ship looking over and he's like I need to get me one of those. Referring to oh, the jetpack. With Rody. With Rody. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Howard Rody. Yeah. I felt like that sounded that, a little familiar. Yo. Yeah. That's really good. Good ones, Ryan. Yeah. All right, nice. guys. So that's pretty much all I have for you guys, unless you guys have anything else you want to add to this episode. I mean, best scene. What did you guys think? Ooh, best scene. Oh, yeah. We got to break down Apex. Best, best scene. Yes, yes, yes. Apex of the episode. Honestly, the whole episode was a freaking apex. Yeah. It could be the apex of the season. Well, no, we no. We oh, got five episodes left. I don't know, man. I just love this. I just love this episode. I think this is like the this was the point where it's like there's no turning back for him now, right? So you could make a case this is the apex of the season, and where it's like this is mm-hmm. like the total change, where it's just like yeah. this is the new direction. He's got to protect Baby Yoda now, yeah. and that he's committed that to super that super well too. Yeah, because yeah. there was one scene that kind of gave me the chills where everyone's beacons started turning oh, on mm-hmm. yeah and it was like the, all the guild members all the guild members he's rogue now he's the one he's the bounty and so it's like whoa rolls are flipping shoot yeah my dude 
you made a mistake. All these people are after you now. Dude, okay. MVP of the episode. I think we finally give it to him. I think we finally give it to the Mando. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you guys, you guys gave the MVP of last episode to Baby Yoda. Right? Baby Yoda. It was Baby yeah. Yoda. Oh, hands down. <laughs> the one before that was IG2 or IG11. I don't even know. But he dead now. Um, do you guys think that he takes off his mask Ooh. at the end of this? When it's all said and done, does the mask come off? I kind of think eventually. I say, yeah. Eventually they do. I mean, there's a teasing when, moment in one of the trailers. Really? The girl like wants to take his the, oh. the female actress that we haven't even met yet. Oh yeah, there's a Who shot of her is in Deadpool. To take his off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think we will definitely see his face. We'll see his little mustache under there, Pedro Pascal, <laughs> <laughs> Jack. You murdered my sister. <laughs> Oh, Game of Thrones Skippy reference. Uh, Skippy Squirrel guy. Skippy Squirrel. That's what Tyler kept calling him. Skippy Squirrel. <laughs> Basically, Pedro Pascal is a really funny character in Game of Thrones. Oh, iconic. He, the he Viper. Had, the Viper. Dude, he has a very brutal death. He gets his head smashed in by some guy. Ooh. His skull is smashed in. That's nice. Like, smashing that. You know? yeah. All right. I'm really talking about <laughs> Anyways. Just okay. So, when the Mandalorian man. says he's never taken off his helmet before, it leads me to believe, like, Dude's lying because we see in his flashbacks with him and his parents and that attack by the droids and blah, blah, blah. I feel like when you become a Mandalorian soldier, it's a coming of age thing. Mm, So maybe when you become a man, they're like, here's your helmet. Helmet goes on. He's like, never never taking it off. (laughs) Bro, I bet he's got a ton of agony under that. Bro. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do you sleep in that? That's uncomfortable. I, I mean, I don't think it was a whole coming out of the womb with a helmet on no. that situation. <laughs> he came out with Besco steel helmet. <laughs> well, I just imagine it like the toy helmets you get at stores that are costumes. Those are not comfortable. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to sleep in one of those helmets. Maybe it's a, that's a cushion, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like an Iron Man helmet. Uh, I'd like right. to see a Iron Man. Oh, like what he uh, shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, like oh. the whole Tony, what he's like, you see his face with yeah. all the visuals around him, like the, the AI. AI or the, <laughs> the user experience, like the user the UI, the heads up display. But it would actually be kind user. of cool that shot because you'd see the mask like this. Oh, yeah, that's pretty iconic. Hey, Favreau is, is ready, <laughs> he, so yeah, you yeah. never know. You never know. <laughs> all right, well, that was a fun episode, guys. Anything last that you want to add? Maybe some predictions. For Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, what his future entails. He better protect Baby Yoda with his life. Oh, I think he. I think he is now. <laughs> I want it to. I want the show to speed up a little bit mm. because the first two were really slow. This one got faster. Yeah, but I think it still needs to speed up a little bit. I think more. what I need is more characters and more dialogue. I want to. I want to learn more about yeah, this me show. Too. Dialogue, like it's not a bad thing that it's so little. But I could use some more to like really understand the story, really understand his character, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I think as he starts interacting with more people, this is the time period of Star Wars where where we are most uninformed about, you know. Yeah. Like there is thirty years worth of yeah stuff we don't really know about between originals and sequels, the originals and the sequels. And I think we're just curious. I'm like, I want to know why the Mandalorians are like epic and yeah. Why the Empire is still around and why the heck is the em- Emperor still around? What the? <laughs> All right, boys. Well, tune in next week as we 
Breakdown, episode four. Episode four. Oh, yes. All right, boys. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Until next time. May the Porsche be with you. Always. Send feedback. This is the way. Don't do it, Ryan. Ryan, stop it, Ryan. No. So many also, times. Also, did you like did you guys like the released clip that they showed? Like that 30-second uh, Star Wars clip? I loved it. The, oh, well, they can they fly now or whatever. Like Oh, dude, I don't know why I love that so much. You do? I, okay, I didn't think I would cuz I'm like, oh, this is so cheesy. But I was watching and I was like, they fly now. (laughs) They fly now. I'm like, that's just like vintage Star Wars. It just feels like Star Wars humor. Cheesy. I mean, obviously, it's like, dude, you're fighting people with lightsabers. Obviously, they can fly. (laughs) I know. But it's like, I think it's kind of fun. It's so fun. I don't know. Yeah, like for me, I, I was just thinking, like, is that something that they like don't? know about clones like with like even with finn <laughs> because troopers. he used to be or stormtroopers well i mean they yeah. haven't really flown up until that point in the sequels at the least sequels. we have seen jump troopers in battlefront 2 first order jump yeah, troopers prequels there were yeah i, th- I thought it was funny continuity I, maybe it may, there's probably plot holes but i thought it was funny i really thought it was hilarious i mean it's, that's not a plot hole it's more so a continuity error. yeah a continuity yeah. error all right <clears throat> let's get this show on the road boys yeah my Protein powder just came in today. Gains. It is with each scoop comes fifty grams of protein. Whoa, twelve hundred calories. <laughs> Your boy getting gains. <laughs> Ryan's gonna be one one fifty by the end of the year. By the end of the year, probably not. Probably just one forty. <laughs> Aren't you like one forty five or something now? Yeah, but like. I'll get you creatine too. Remember, I need creatine. that'll help you. Oh, that'll help. That'll like, help. Ex- it'll, you'll see explosive results, and then it'll just like plateau, plateau. right? And you know, so like, I mean, what creatine does is like it helps your body store water better to help. Mm. So that that in itself adds weight, but then it also helps you like your muscles recover faster. Yeah, and everything. So keep the gains. Keep the gains. Keep going. the gains. <laughs>